0: On today's Into Your Head Halloween special, life is an adhesive tape dispenser, truffles versus edible gold, begging for things that grow on trees and lots more. Hello. Hello. This is J. Edgar Case here. Whenever I am listening to Fine Podcasts, I tune into the Into Your Head program because it's it, it's very clean. What they call them house while. Was called when I obsess over monkey nuts uh, but just for once monkey nuts are relevant because it's the Halloween episode of Into Your Head podcast. Absolutely fucking fantastic. I can talk about monkey nuts until the cows come home and then when the cows come home I can say hello cows uh, no interest in your milk whatsoever because I've got monkey nuts I've been out trick or treating I went up to each door and I said trick or treat and uh, being a child of course they have to you have to say uh treat if you say trick to a child oh you get report you get put on some register uh, if you're giving a choice of trick or treat at the door when you answer your door this halloween uh, just make damn sure the hell is christ that you remember that you don't really have a choice in the matter you have to give them a treat if you trick them oh you'll go on the uh you go on the trickster's register you'll be up there with the likes of gary glitter and jimmy alleged savile and all the rest of them that they're all cracking Crack, crap pedophile puns about on twitter nowadays uh, no no uh, don't be fooled by this whole trick and treat thing you're not allowed to trick them uh, so don't be uh, it's a trick basically they, they're they playing the trick on you they go up they say trick or treat uh, but they know damn well you have to give them a treat and if you give them a trick uh basically they're tricking you you should be answering your door and saying uh trick or uh trick or treat trick They'll say, the trick or treat trick please, although that'll be uh, unveiling themselves. They wouldn't do that. No, no, you have to keep up the charade, the pretense that you have a choice. So they'll say, no, no, uh, don't worry, sir, this is a genuine trick or treat ceremonial ritual that's been played over hundreds of years. Uh, I remember the first time I ever went to America. I went to Boston of a a Halloween, uh, either 1989 or 1990, I forget which. I uh, turned up in Boston, and on the very day that I turned up, a uh, kid went trick-and-treating and was murdered by the fellow who answered the door. Uh, so I suppose that's uh, that's fair enough. The kids should now be expecting a treat and not a trick, as the trick would involve murdering them. And you're not allowed in today's, uh, oh, today's uh, flanambi pamby flimby flamby uh, patronizing crap uh, politically so-called correct world. Oh, you're not allowed to trick anyone. Anyway. You're not allowed to, they're allowed to come to my door dressed as Satan, but I'm not allowed to play a little, a little trick on them. I don't know, pull a rabbit out of a hat or something. No, no, they'll say, that's a weirdo there. We're going to, we're going to go and tell our parents about him. That's a weirdo. Uh, So I get around this by not being at home on Halloween. I go elsewhere. uh, I can't be, I'm not going to sit around being complacent, letting the world come around to me and trick me with their fucking, that's why I can't stand Halloween. Uh, nothing. I can't even get no monkey nuts because 'cause I'm not a kid. I can't go around begging for monkey nuts because if you do that as an adult, you're considered a cunt, and a weirdo. I uh, would. Oh no, they can come round to me and say, "Oh, I uh, give us some food. I uh, give us, Here's a bag and cook the whole the house here, and I'm dressed as safe and give me some food." Uh, well, I can tell you, I'm not falling. I'm not falling for that crap. I'm going out. I'm going out and about, out into the world, or else I'll go up and hide in my bedroom. Watch uh, Netflixual Entertainment uh, because we have Netflix in order now. As of a few months ago, I've been watching. uh, What have I been watching? I've been watching stuff. I've been watching things and stuff. You go onto Netflix and you say, Hello, Netflix. Uh, I'm in bed. I don't have cable television in my bedroom, so entertain me, please. And Netflix says, Certainly. Uh, Here's some recommendations based on what you've watched before. And it says, Here, watch this crap. I'll uh, say, excuse me, I've no interest in that. Why are you recommending that to me? And I says, I'm recommending that to you, sir, because you've been watching nothing but crap since you opened this account a few months ago. Uh, so, uh, if you put crap into something, I can tell you, crap comes out. You can't. Uh, no matter how many robots they have or how many computer programs they have running our life, uh, if humans put crap into these automated systems, they're only going to come out with crap until they invent some kind of uh, independent uh, robotic intelligence. Uh, Like the sort of thing you find on Star Trek. Uh, Star Trek, the next generation, uh, where they've advanced a bit more. Uh, They're going further into space than the original Star Trek, because it's the next gen. It's basically the... uh, the, the, Muppet, the Muppet Babies of the Star Trek world. Uh, they have bold, they have a bold captain. That's to signify that he's a baby of sorts. So it's only metaphorically. You couldn't have babies running a fucking spaceship. Although maybe you can in the future when everything's done by robots and computer programs. And scientific advances have reached uh, further than we could ever dreamed of. Although clearly we have dreamed of them. If we're making TV dramas about them, we have dreamed about them. At least one or two writers have. Uh, on our behalf, we don't all have to uh, we should uh, we should divide up all the dreaming There's no point to us all having the same dreams We should say uh, 10% of the population can have dreams about where we might explore in the future Another 10% can have dreams about eliminating poverty and how we might go about that Ah, we should allocate the dreaming. You should uh, when you go to do your voting They should give you a slip and say here uh, Here's a slip saying what you should dream about and we'll all get together and we'll have a point hopes together. Ah, we'll come up with some sort of new system anyway. Anyway, on with the show. Two cats walk into a bar one of the cats straight away goes up to the bar counter and takes out a stool and jumps up onto it, jumps up onto it like a good old fashioned domestic house cat, he jumps up onto the chair and immediately goes to sleep on it and the barman comes along and says oh look at the little puddy 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 we better get rid of him before the health and safety inspector comes in because you can't have a cat in a place where they serve food and drink you can't be having cats running around all over the place sleeping absolutely fucking ridiculous I have uh, this when you bring anyone to my house uh, after you have a meal you usually let the cats into the dining room to jump onto the uh, jump onto the table and eat the leftovers and people seem to think this is oh uh, this is appalling you let your cats come into your house and go up onto your fucking uh, table and I usually say uh, well you're swearing on my day are using filthy language at my table this table where, this table that's being cleaned, and that we people eat off, and you're using filthy language that's going to contaminate my world, it's going to contaminate my mind which is a lot worse I can tell you than getting a few cat hairs in your soup, contaminating someone's mind I can tell you is a well, lot more serious crime than uh, being a bit unhygienic at the table, uh, no no, don't be that's my mind, it's sacred and just because you can access a bit good uh, twist of the English language, a few words cleverly uh, stuck together, you think you can just get into my mind, absolutely I go into my mind, that's what you're mad. a uh, fella on the radio reviewed this podcast once on Irish National Radio, uh, he played 40 seconds of it, and then he said 40 seconds if that was enough and then he mistakenly uh, referred to it as into your mind that's not the name of it at all you fucking idiot, go back to your uh, go back to your smashing pumpkins records and your film review show, do you still do that? No Uh, I can tell he had to have a reporter on to explain to him what her fucking podcast was and oh no absolutely fucking ridiculous anyway where it was oh yes two cats Uh, the cat goes asleep in the table on the bar stool and the barman says oh we better get rid of this fella does anyone have have the number of a of a pest removal service. Uh, so someone gives him the number of a pest a pest control service. And he rings up the pest control service. And straight away, as soon as the phone starts ringing, uh, he hears the sound of a mobile phone ringtone coming from under the cat on the bar stool. And the cat wakes up and answers the phone. And says, hello. Uh, Frosty the cat, uh, pet control expert at your service. What can I do for you? And the barman says, ah, hello. Uh, have a cat in my bar on the bar stool. Need to get rid of him for obvious reasons, and the cat says, "Certainly, sir. Uh, give me your credit card number, please." And he gets the credit card number, and then the cat gets agitated, hang up, and the cat gets up in the bar and says, "Hello, you don't happen to have a credit uh, card machine, do you? I just need to process a payment from one of my customers." And the barman says, "Certainly, sir. Uh, here you go." And the cat. Does whatever you do uh, that probably doesn't work with a number that you got over the phone, but whatever details, details. This is a wor- This is obviously, obviously a fictional world. I'm talking about, where cats talk. So uh, let's not get bogged down in the details of credit card processing uh, machines, uh, whatever you call them. Anyway, uh, the rest is obvious. The rest is history, as they say. Uh, obvious. Uh, well, not history, but something that you can you can fill in the gaps yourself you can say if i were to say here now uh cast never a blank between cup and lip you'd be able to fill that in straight away if i said uh stitching blank saves time you'd be able to fill in the blank there so fill in the gaps in that story there's no need for a finish it basically writes itself there no need i'm not doing you any service by completing that story that you could easily complete yourself i leave it at that anyway on with the show hemorrhaging cellar tape like there's no tomorrow. That's what they call it. They call it hemorrhaging sellotape like there's no tomorrow. Now, I know what you're thinking there. You're thinking, I've never heard that phrase before. Uh, who calls it that and who calls what that? Uh, well, I'll answer the second question first. Uh, what they call that is, uh, well, the thing that they call that is, uh, whatever I just, what was it, hemorrhaging sellotape like there's no tomorrow. That's what they call that. Uh, except the reason you've never heard of this before was because there wasn't a tomorrow this was back uh, before the world ended the first time around and it turned out there wasn't a tomorrow uh, so they were right about that uh, so obviously there's no record of that uh, but I'm bringing it back in now I was listening to BBC Radio 4 Extra last night and you had a 3 hour special where they played uh, oh, old uh, recordings that had been previously lost and then restored to the archives so oh, they played some, uh, some spin off of Dad's Army and some other crap uh, well, I'm putting stuff back into the archive from previous civilizations now. Uh, well, fictional ones, admittedly. Well, there's nothing wrong with a bit of imagination. A bit of imagination never did anyone any harm, I can tell you. Uh, well, I suppose I could imagine the uh, uh, circumstances under which it could do harm. But that's only because of the power of my imagination. I can choose not to imagine those, and then those uh, imaginary existences never come into being. Which they won't, anyway even if I imagine uh, some godforsaken forsaken hell hole uh, where uh, cats have grown to a size of 20 feet and are killing everyone that doesn't harm anyone it's all imaginary it's all a oh, it's all the trick of the mind uh, kids are allowed to trick us at the door but we're not allowed to have a bit of trick of the mindery. don't be fucking ridiculous I'll imagine whatever I want I'm imagining whatever I want right now I can tell you uh, what it is is none of your business none of your fucking business uh, I can stay out of my mind that's all I can say uh, don't be dictating to me what I can and can't imagine in my own brain this is my brain in here I can tell you uh, stay out of my brain you stay out of my brain and I'll stay out of yours we'll have some mutual respect for our respective imaginations uh, i tell you, oh that's when we'll get hot. that's when we live a lot happier in this society I can tell you when we get out of each other's brains, the last thing I need is someone uh, getting the straw and sticking it into my ear and sucking out my thoughts and then putting, the, putting another straw in their mouth and blowing the thoughts back into my uh, eye when they're finished with them or into my other ear whatever works uh, well that doesn't work for me, that's the point. No, no. Uh, I'll have no exchange of brain thought private brain thoughts in this programme I can tell you. Stay out of my brain. If there's anything I want to share with you, I'll put her out through my mouth uh, in the form of specially selected language and then you'll get that. You get enough of that as it is, you're getting about half an hour of it today. Uh you don't need to be helping yourself to extra brain thoughts. Uh you're getting greedy. That's like these other these other podcasts i can tell you they set up a bonus content uh, club and they say come along and join my bonus content club and i put out after shows and they put out little extra after shows where they do oh they give you extra little thoughts from their brain oh well, no you're not getting any extra here you get enough is enough and you finish what's on your plate before you get the next one i can tell you Uh, Anyway, on with the show. There's still more to come on into your head. Uh, it's Halloween. Uh, have you started doing your Christmas shopping yet? There's a, que- there's a question for you. Question and a half. Because uh, I don't approve of Halloween. Uh, but I do approve of Christmas. And uh, if you're going to do your Christmas shopping in a way that'll support the podcast, you all arts, uh, you should do it on Amazon. Uh, Amazon.com or Amazon UK and Ireland or Amazon Canada. Just go to intoyourhead.com every time you're going to shop on Amazon and click through my Amazon link and get there and then proceed as normal and into your head earns a generous commission. Doesn't cost you a cent extra uh, but keeps this program oh, keeps this program in energy drinks uh, like this one that I've just drunk. Uh, expresso Monster uh, Coffee Energy a 50. Bistie. They've come up with a beverage that's made of coffee and therefore infuses energy into you. Absolutely fucking fantastic. You can probably buy that on Amazon. I'm pretty sure you can get energy drinks on amazon so off with you over to amazon uh, buy someone a load of energy drinks for christmas or whatever it is i don't care what you buy uh, just buy anything on amazon and i, uh, I make a shitload out of it uh, keeps me in this uh, business business of podcastual entertainment uh, anyway on with the show you are listening to into your head a listener supported podcast Please visit into your Slash Tip Jar. Once upon a time. Once upon a time there was a cat, I don't know if we've done that a bit. no, uh, we won't do a cat thing, we're always doing cat things here, there's more to life than making stories about cats, uh, there's plenty oh, there's Plenty of real cats, the world doesn't need any more stories about cats, uh, well at least it does need though, uh, there's more stories about uh, hemorrhaging sellotape, uh, like the one I started earlier, except that wasn't a, a, a story was it, no, I just said uh, hemorrhaging sellotape like there's no tomorrow, that's what they call it and uh, that's indeed what they call it uh, once upon a time ah, uh, once upon a time there was a sellotape dispenser and there was hemorrhaging sellotape uh, except the sellotape dispenser thought that's not a proper word for hemorrhaging implies that it's not supposed to be happening but i'm a sellotape uh, dispenser it's what i do it's what i was put on this planet for it's what i was manufactured for my job is to dispense sellotape uh, so if i'm hemorrhaging i suppose if i was full I you know is dispensing more sellotape than i'm supposed to or dispensing sellotape at inopportune times thereby wasting sellotape then i suppose you could call it hemorrhaging sellotape Ah, uh, so no i take that back the sellotape dispenser said And uh, don't uh don't shoot the messenger though i'm just a freaking inanimate object if i get things wrong or i misunderstand my existence uh don't blame me i'm not a freaking brain. i don't have a brain i'm not a brain i'm not even a fucking in Oh, I'm not even a fucking bird. They only have tiny brains. I'm less animus than a bird. Uh, well, except one that's being killed by a cat. Uh, but no, I'm just a sellotape. I'm not a pheasant plucker, I'm a pheasant plucker's son. I'm only plucking pheasants till the pheasant plucker comes, and then I'll go back to my job of hemorrhaging sellotape. Uh, well, not hemorrhaging sellotape, I suppose. If I'm hemorrhaging sellotape, then I suppose I'm failing at my job, or overdoing doing too much of my job. It's like if i'm a bus driver and i drive the bus too far i'll go over a cliff uh, then i'm not doing my job properly even though ironically my job is to drive the bus but oh you can drive the bus too much and uh, so know knowing when to stop and stopping that's the thing and uh, but as i thought established i don't have a brain or my a sellotape dispenser so i don't know when to stop or when to start or anything in fact i'm not even the not even a, an automated appliance so any tape dispensing uh if we're honest is done by the user of me and any the overdoing of the dispensing uh is a uh, is the fault of the user it's bad management bad handling misuse uh if, this, if there if there's a guarantee like me i can tell you uh using me in the way that, I, that causes me to hemorrhage sellotape uh would probably void the guarantee They'd say oh that's uh that's uh no, in the terms of the warranty, you were misusing, mishandling the object. Uh, you should have read the instructions first. Uh, anyway, we're, oh yes, what uh, was I going to say to you? I wasn't going to say anything to you. I'm a fictional tape dispenser in the story. I'm not even the narrator. At least I didn't think I was when we started, was I? No, I'm pretty sure we weren't. Uh, why would I be? That's fucking ridiculous. A tape dispenser as the narrator. It's ridiculous enough having a story about a tape dispenser, but having the tape dispenser as the fucking narrator. Would you go away out of that? Absolutely fucking ridiculous. Anyway, on with the show. <laughs> Swoosh. nuts That's what they call them. They call them big, steaming, dolloping, uh, galloping piles of uh, good old-fashioned seasonal monkey nuts designed for the Halloween market. Designed by Mother Nature uh, for pagan rituals. Uh, oh, where kids go around dressed as witch. Hello, I'm a witch. Give me food. That's basically what they're doing. Uh, do these kids not realise you can get monkey nuts off trees for free? Uh, unlike uh, money that doesn't grow on trees, monkey nuts grow on trees or somewhere they grow on something anyway either trees or hedges or uh, under the ground like cabbages I don't know I've never grown monkey nuts uh, because I've never needed to they're freely available in the wild you can go out now into uh, the woods and you'll find monkey nuts In abundance, there's an abundance, an overabundance, in fact, probably. There's an overabundance of monkey nuts. And yet we have our kids going round begging for them off your neighbours. You say, hello, can I have some? Of course, we all know the truth. They're not looking for monkey nuts. They're looking for expensive confectionery items. If you throw monkey nuts in there, uh, they'll look down on you like you're a fucking, oh, like you're a thing lying on the ground. They'll say, there's a fella lying on the ground. Metaphorically, let's look down at him. We look down upon him. Uh, well I say challenge that look down on them get up on a ladder at the door for a start and then say I look down upon you both metaphorically and physical physically because for one thing I'm an adult I don't have to go to school tomorrow for one thing you losers and for another thing uh, you're going around from door to door begging for uh, stuff that's freely available I see you through your scam here you're looking for expensive confectionery items well confectionery Expensive confectionery items are available for free too. Are truffles, are they a thing that grows on trees? Or I'm confusing them with something else, I don't know. Uh, Maybe I'm confusing them with... Uh, Oh, you know, those things, those fish eggs, uh, those expensive fish. No, they don't grow on trees. Do fish eggs grow on trees? I don't think so. Uh, Truffles, I never never remember what a truffle is. I think it's a thing that grows on trees. And they're like gold in the cooking industry. You'll go up to, oh, you'll go into a posh restaurant and you say, hello, can I have egg and chips? Uh, But put a truffle in the middle of the egg, please. And they'll say, certainly, sir. And then look at how her weighing scales, because you can't be handing out truffles. You <laughs> Uh, indiscriminately without weighing them. It's a very expensive uh, commodity, so they weigh the truffle. They say, give that fella half an ounce of truffle and bury it in egg, uh, uh it out with egg and chips, as you, you can't be handing out these. It's same sandwich if you go in and you say, hello, can I have a pint of your finest champagne, please? And they will say, certainly, sir, do you want a bottle or a glass? And you say, both. I want a bottle, and I want a glass into which to pour it, and I want a pint of it. Give me a pint of the stuff. Uh, I suppose you can give me a pint glass if you want. Well, I don't mind. I'm happy to drink champagne out of a pint glass. I just think since you have me sat at your window, uh, you mightn't want the, the members of the public to see someone drink wine out of a pint glass in your restaurant. Well, that's up to you. I don't mind. I'm not your uh, marketing... Uh, representative uh, nor am I an employee by some acting agency sent in to be in your uh, front window adver-, adver advertising thing although I'm happy to be that if you want to sponsor me by paying for my pint of champagne anyway pint of champagne please and uh, oh i uh, a bowl of your finest uh, what do you call it truffles uh, for a bowl of truffles please I want a big bowl of truffle and I want uh, what else do I want I want that stuff that gold plated stuff that looks like aluminium foil but it's gold and you can eat it supposedly they like to tell you this to say oh I'm going to sprinkle some gold on your food and you can eat it it's okay it's only tiny my minute pieces of metal and it's so small you can put them in your mouth and digest them and that's considered a treat oh Go to treat says to some metal here. Uh, metal that's been down in the ground where all the rats and the earthquakes and the sewers for millions of years It's probably made from compounded dinosaur crop, and you're putting it in your mouth. Uh, fucking ridiculous get a grip people get a fucking grip there's more to life than uh, I'd rather get a fucking Burger King than that you don't want to be eating gold uh, gold is stuff that you you put in your bank and you save it for when there's a shortage of food and then when there's a shortage of food you take the gold out of the bank but you don't fucking eat it you trade it for food uh, Jesus Christ people Is the work gone stark raging raving uh, fucking uh, how long have we left about five minutes oh I can't stretch this out to five minutes So just say have you all gone stark raging uh will, uh monkey nuts that's what you've gone you've gone monkey nuts the whole fucking lot of you except me anyway on with the show hello this is your deceased former into your head junior announcer glenac Ak- I've been dug up again I've been dug out uh, to fill in a few minutes on the show uh, mainly because I'm dead it's the old uh, being dead stereotype they say oh it's Halloween we'll bring out the dead people uh, we'll bring out the dead people and uh, oh we'll uh, parade them around like there's some sort of freak show oh look at the dead person let's stare at the dead person uh, not a bit of regard for his feelings because he supposedly doesn't have any real ones anymore I have feelings. I can tell you. I have. I just don't have a solid brain to stir store them in. But I can tell you, I do have feelings. As a dead ghoul here, uh, I'm dead. Well, that doesn't mean. That doesn't mean I can't. Uh, that doesn't mean you can just treat me like I'm a piece of shit. No, I'm not a piece of shit. I'm a piece of dead into your head former deceased junior announcer Glenn Acton. That's what I am. I'm the leftovers. I'm the leftovers of me. I'm the bit. Uh, if I was a meal. Uh, I'd be the part where you let your cats in and they lick up the leftovers. I can tell you, I might as well be being licked up by a cat the way of being treated here over the last few months. uh oh, long-term listeners will know I was fictionally, brutally murdered uh, one day without any notice or explanation whatsoever by the host and proprietor of this program. Uh, no, no. In my day, uh, if you had a problem with an employee or in a contractual uh, worker... I can tell you, you'd have to go through due process before you were allowed to murder them. Uh, but no, no, just kicked out. Oh, I'm like some fella on a soap opera that isn't going very well. And they just say, oh, I'm going to kill them off now. Never mind the fact that there's been 50 unexplained deaths in that one street uh, over a six-month period. No, no, we just killed them. Just kill just brutally murder them. Fuck, uh, fuck the laws of... Uh, the laws of murder, for a start. It's against the law to murder people, you know, for one thing. If I know, because I'm fictional and the whole incident was fictional, uh, they can get away with it. But I can tell you, I can, if I look around me here, I can see I'm no more alive than I was when I was a fictional junior announcer. Uh, so although he hasn't uh, decreased my level of existence, uh, he certainly put a paid to any chance of me coming back by uh, murdering me. Uh, the fact that I was never really alive in the first place uh, just just detect the technicality that lets him get away with this crap. Uh, no, no. Uh, when Hitler burned books, they they'd said, "Oh, that fella, he's a murderer. He's murdering people's thoughts." Uh, but if you murder me, I'm a person's thought, and I'm being murdered i am being murdered I wish someone would stand up against this crap uh, anyway uh you've been listening to the into your head. Halloween special, absolutely fucking fantastic, although I haven't listened to it myself. Uh, I've enough to be doing up here, uh, standing up for the rights of... It's my new thing now, I'm going to stand up for the rights of fictional characters. Ah, uh, bollocks. Uh, bollocks. Is this any good? I don't think so. I don't think so. Ah, uh, some fella. Ah, bollocks. Uh, Where are we? Where are we? 28 minutes. Ah, That'll do. That'll do you for now. Enough of that crap. Uh, it's qual—it's the quality over quantity era, era into your head, uh, so that's enough of Glen Acton, he can go and fuck off, fuck right, Glen Acton, you can fuck right off, that's what you can do you may do it and you can do it uh, have a bit of uh, have a bit of humidity or hum- humility, that's what it is, not humidity, yeah probably if there's was a bit of humidity, there'd be a smell in here right now, I can tell you, uh, although there wouldn't, because of course you're fictional, but if the fictional stuff was real then and there was a bit of humidity in here you'd be rotten away like there's no tomorrow anyway suffice to say uh on with the end of the show good morning sit shrody sit good